Let me invite you to take your Bibles out. Let's turn to the book of Judges, chapter number 14, for our Bible study this evening. Book of Judges, chapter number 14. Last time we began looking at the life of Samson. We saw how that Samson's life was largely a wasted life. Uh, he could have been so much more for the Lord. Now we, we just kind of jumped to the end and gave you that, that summary of what's going to happen in his life. We're looking at some details of things that, that happened. And last week we saw that you know, he didn't recognize the seriousness of the times in which he lived and that caused him to kind of waste his life. And he failed to learn from the spiritual influences that God had placed around him. In this instance, it was his family. His mom and dad were uh, part of the remnant of Israel. And they were spiritual and they, they had faith in the Lord. But uh, he failed to learn from them uh, as he should. And we, we also said that he didn't let the Holy Spirit fully accomplish his divine work in his life. Now, in our text here, uh, we're, going to, we're just going to read the first four verses here that we're going to deal with tonight. Let's go ahead and read. Judges chapter number 14, verse number 1, says, And Samson went down to Timnath, and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. And he came up and told his father and his mother, and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now, therefore, get her for me to wife. Then his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren, or among all my people, that thou goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. But his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines, for at that time, the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Now, in our text here, we see Samson clearly making some bad decisions. And hopefully, by looking at this, we can learn from his life what not to do in our decision making. And we know that our lives are made up of many different decisions. Amen? I mean, even throughout a day, we make decisions. And a lot of those decisions have very little effect on our lives. But there are sometimes we come across some major decisions that have a great effect, uh, which, which direction that we take. Decisions are, are, are um, you know, that uh, may make an effect upon our lives either greatly or they may not make much of an effect at all. I do know that if we make a habit of using godly biblical principles in our daily decision making, we'd be better off for it. Amen. Uh, we would be, be more likely to be impacted in positive ways rather than negative ways. Now, while many decisions that we are called to make have little to no impact on our lives, occasionally we are faced with making a decision that could literally impact the very course of our life. And I'm talking about one where making a right choice could lead to unparalleled opportunity for the Lord to use you in a great and mighty way. And if you make the wrong choice, it could lead to waste and even destruction in our lives as we fail to consider the things that we should, should in light of the principles that we find in Scripture. Now, when we develop a habit of choosing wisely out of a heart desire to please God, and I hope that you want to please God with your life. 
You know, we all have desire to please God. And if we choose wisely out of a heart's desire to please God in the daily regular decisions that we make, we are in a much better position to make the right choices when the major life-changing decisions come our way. Now, if we want to avoid wasting our lives, as Samson did, we must be committed to make, making careful and wise decisions. And to do that, we need to develop good habits when it comes to making choices in our lives because every choice comes with a set of consequences, don't they? Sometimes those consequences are good. You know, you make a choice and good things come out of it. Sometimes you make a choice, bad consequences. We can choose to do wrong, but we can't choose what the consequences of our wrong decisions will be. So we need to be careful about how we make our decisions. Now, before we address the first three verses that we just read, uh, we really need to consider verse 4. Because uh, when you first read that, you can misinterpret this as God's stamp of approval upon Samson's decisions. It's that, that's not what it is. Okay, uh, Samson could have chosen to do right, but he didn't. Okay, um, j- Just because God used his poor choices. Look at verse 4 again. But his, his father and his mother knew not that it was of the Lord that he sought an occasion against the Philistines, for at that time the Philistines had dominion over Israel. Now, uh, the Lord wanted him to uh, have an occasion against the Philistines, but I don't think that we're going to see that the Lord wanted him to go about it in, the, in a particular way that he went about it. All right? Um, Samson could have chosen to do right here, um, but he didn't. And just because God used his poor choices, we must not assume that God approved of his choices. I mean, we know that God is sovereign, right? God is sovereign. That means nothing will frustrate his purposes. Was God's purposes going to be accomplished? Yes. Was it going to be accomplished through Samson? That's the one that he chose that it was going to be accomplished through. And if we don't let him accomplish his purposes through a life that is submitted to his will, then he may may choose to accomplish his purposes by showing others the great hardship that comes to a person who doesn't submit to his will. And when when we get to Samson at the end of Samson's life, we're going to see, aren't aren't we? We're going to see that he he wasn't totally submissive, and uh, he wound up uh, uh, getting his eyes put out, being bound. And uh, in a world of hurt. Um, either way, though, either, either, either route that you take, God's purposes were going to be accomplished. The question is, is the Lord going to get his work done? But rather, it is what kind of instrument and am I going to be in his hand? We must never assume that God excuses our bad decisions. Now, uh, today as we consider Samson's actions here in these verses, I want us to see how to make a bad decision because that, that's what I've uh, entitled this, how to make a bad decision uh, so that we can avoid doing this ourselves. Amen? You don't, don't take this route that Samson took. First of all, Samson went to places where he should not have gone. You ever been somewhere you shouldn't be? You know? Growing up, sometimes I was in some of those places and got in trouble. Uh, not... Not, that's not where you want to be. We see in verse number 1, it says, And Samson went down to Timnath and saw a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Samson had no business going to Timnath to look at the daughters of the Philistines, number one. 
Timnath was only a few miles away from where Samson and his parents lived, so it would have been easy to walk there, but Timnath was enemy territory. Enemy territory. And at this time, the cruel, wicked, idolatrous Philistines occupied this city, and they were uh, very people from whom Samson was supposed to be delivering the children of Israel. And you know, if we want to avoid wasting our life by making wise decisions, then there are certain places we just ought not to be. Amen? Uh, Psalm 1 verse 1 tells us, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Well, he was going in the way of sinners here, wasn't he? He was walking in that path there. Uh, 2 Corinthians 6.17 tells us, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Now, this woman of the Philistines, was she clean or unclean? Unclean. (laughs) She's a heathen. Uh, And if we want to avoid making bad decisions, listen, we should not, uh, not only avoid the wrong places, but we ought to embrace the right places. And that means we should associate with and stay around those who are more likely to encourage us to make godly decisions. You know, you're going to become like what you hang around with, aren't you? And if you don't hang around with the right kind of folks, you can expect things to go in a bad way. So Samson went to places that he should not have gone. Number two, we see there that Samson allowed himself to be controlled by his lust, his 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 physical desires. He saw a woman in Timnath that says there of the daughters of the Philistines. In verse 2, and he came up and told his father and his mother and said, I have seen a woman in Timnath of the daughters of the Philistines. Now therefore get her for me to wife. And in uh, the, 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 that last phrase of verse number 3, he, his last words to his parents there was, and Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. She pleases me well. Now, there's no question about what attracted Samson to this woman. It was her looks. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. James 1, verse 14 and 15, though, says, But every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. 1 John 2, 16 tells us, For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, does that mean that it's wrong to look at a beautiful woman? Not at all. Uh, you know, but, but if we look at someone or something in such a way that it compromises our relationship with the Lord, or the truth of Scripture, then it's wrong. And uh, we're going to see here in just a minute that uh, he wasn't really wanting to go about by the admonition of the Word of God and what he was doing here. Uh, when the serpent got Eve, remember in, the, in Genesis chapter number 3, when the serpent got Eve to look for the, the fruit of the tree uh, that God had forbidden them to eat of, uh, she coveted it. She had a desire for it. it she, and then she took of it. It was her lust and her desires that got her into trouble. And the same thing is true even in the lives of many believers. We have to watch out for our physical lusts. I mean, we, we still live in these sinful bodies, 
And we have to be not let our desires control us. And I'm afraid that Samson allowed his desires to control him. Now, uh, many folks have violated God's principles in their lives because they gave in to the lust of their flesh and the lust of their eyes. And many families have been destroyed because either a husband or wife gave in to the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes. Bad decisions are bound to be made when one gives in to the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes. So Samson went to places he should not have gone. He allowed himself to be controlled by his lust. And number three thing that we see here is that Samson scorned the admonition of God's word in his life. There in verse number three, I can't imagine talking to my mom and dad like this. <laughs> I wouldn't have lived very long if I had I done that. Uh, his father... Uh, you know, he, uh, uh, he goes and just tells him, you know, I've seen this woman, uh, the Philistines there in the later part of verse 2, now therefore get her for me to wife. Get her. I want you to get this woman for me and uh, that, that she can be my wife. And, of course, as, as mom and dad tried to talk some sense into him there in verse 3, his father and his mother said unto him, Is there never a woman among the daughters of thy brethren or among all my people that thou... Goest to take a wife of the uncircumcised Philistines? And Samson said unto his father, Get her for me, for she pleaseth me well. Uh, we see that Samson scorned the admonition of God's word in his life. Samson went against godly counsel of God's word here. Uh, Samson desired something. Uh, he desired to do something that was strictly forbidden in the scripture. Regarding the marrying of the heathen, God's word from uh, that was given to Moses, Deuteronomy seven three, neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Talking about the Canaanite in the land, thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. I mean, he was asking his mom and dad to violate God's word and take, getting this Philistine to be his wife. Now, why did God say? That in Deuteronomy 7, verse 3. Well, number one, because the heathen had different gods. They didn't serve the Lord. Amen? They didn't serve the Lord. And, and Samson was supposed to be serving the Lord. Uh, number two, because the heathen and ungodly practices. I mean, they, they did things that the believers had no business getting involved in. I mean, they just did. And number three, because God knew that the heathen influence would corrupt his people. That's the reason why they were to keep themselves separate from uh, the heathen. Now, you know that this principle still applies today. Second Corinthians six fourteen, Paul said, "Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? Um, why shouldn't believers marry unbelievers?" Well, there can be no spiritual unity in such a marriage. Yeah, I've seen it time and time again where the only thing that was involved in a guy and a girl getting together had to be the physical attraction and the looks. And obviously, didn't talk about spiritual things. Maybe they were even different in spiritual area as night and day. Is that... Is that good for a marriage? No, it's not. 
mean no spiritual unity in such a marriage. They can't worship or serve God together. And really the children will suffer in such a relationship. I've seen the children be pulled. and uh, you know, well, who, are you, who are you going to go to church with, mama or daddy? You know, you're, going to go, you're going to go this way or you're going to go that way. And some might argue and say, but I know so-and-so who married an unsaved person and that person accepted Christ. Well, you know, that's only by the grace of God and it's more often the exception rather than the rule. For every story like that, there are many others whose spouses did not get saved and because of that, they suffered greatly. That family unit was not what it should be. You simply cannot violate the Word of God and expect God to bless your life. It's not going to happen. Samson had a strong body, but spiritually speaking, here he was a weakling. Proverbs 12, verse 15, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Proverbs 23, verse 9, Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. His mom and daddy trying to talk sense into him, trying to talk to him about the wisdom from God's word, but he didn't want to listen to it. Samson desired to do something that was strictly forbidden in the scripture. And another thing is that Samson uh, did not do something that was required by the scripture. You know what was required by the scripture of him? God's law told him that he should have honored his parents. That's right. Should have honored his parents. Exodus 20, verse 12, Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. And I, I believe that's one reason why Samson's life was cut short, because he didn't honor his father and mother. Samson wouldn't listen to his parents, godly counsel in this matter. And Proverbs 15, verse 5 says, A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Now, the admonition about honoring our parents is still applicable too. I mean, we're not under the law, no, but Paul said in Ephesians 6, verse 1 through 4, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. So three things we've seen. Samson went to places where he should not have gone. Samson allowed himself to be controlled by his lust. And Samson scorned the admonition of uh, God's word in his life. That's the makings of a bad decision, is what we see there. Some folks live their lives going from one bad decision to another. Listen to me. We don't have to commit every mistake in order to learn. Can you learn from mistakes? You can. But isn't it better to learn from somebody else's mistake than going through it yourself and learning the hard way? Going to the school of hard knocks, I think is what they call it, right? You know, uh, it's a, that's a hard school to go through. Um, we can learn from the mistakes of others. That is, if only we will. Now the question is, are we going to learn from Samson's life or are we going to repeat his mistakes with the same or maybe even worse tragic consequences? Determine right now that by God's good grace and with help of His Holy Spirit and the Word of God, you'll make wise decisions in your life. The wisest decision you can make, coming to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, Amen. receiving Him in your life. And if you haven't placed your faith and trust in Him, 
That's the first thing you need to do. That is the right decision that you, can put you on a path to help you make other right decisions in your life. And after that, the wisest choice for the believer is to walk with God daily in obedience to the Word. Amen. Well, that's our Bible study for this evening. We'll pull back at our prayer list. We'll pray for the needs uh, that we uh, looked over, and we'll be dismissed with this prayer. Appreciate you being here tonight.